As a pastor, I have come to believe that we live in a very, very, very skeptical age. And in the skeptical age in which we live, I think every single Christian needs to go to seminary of some type. That's why Seven Minute Seminary is a helpful idea because every single Christian has the obligation to learn and know and be able to defend God. But the place I want to begin is actually a place of salvation, right? Salvation comes to us and in, 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 a, in our response to God so that salvation, the beginning part of being saved, is simply our response to God of who God is, of what God has done in our lives. It's that initial response. But in order to live out that way of salvation, right, from that first moment where God makes us right with Him, we are able to progress on to really loving God with every single part of who we are. Seminary, intellectual faith, is a part of that. It's, Jesus has this comment in uh, Luke 10, 27. He says, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Um, I think this is, a, this is a framing verse for us in the 21st century because that kind of comprehensive love is going to be necessary in order to really convey the gospel. What we're headed to in America and in the world today is a place where the world is skeptical of Christians and where the world is hostile to Christianity. We are living in an age where I believe people are looking at us with more and more hesitance. But the amazing thing about the people of God and about the Christian church in general is we have 2,000 years of history. And for a large number of chunks in there, we have been people who have been formed and founded in a world that is skeptical about us. It's really the first origin story of our church. The funny thing about seminary is Seminary is a three-year program, educational, mental, uh, intellectual program to get pastors ready to lead churches. But the problem is, in the forming of our church, in the forming of a world, that, in the midst of a world that is skeptical about Christianity, every single person needs to go to seminary. It needs to have that kind of intense education, um, particularly because... In the first few hundred years of the church, every single Christian had about a three-year training period to become a Christian. Literally a three-year educational system. What has happened in the church is over the last 2,000 years, we have minimized that three years of education, not as what's required to be an active member of a church, but to become a clergy person. So that what we've got to do is to, is to have enough substance to our own life of love, but also to our mind to where we are able to be giving a defense whenever anyone asks us of it. I'm a pastor at a, at a, a wealthy suburban church in um, uh, Plano, Texas, and in that environment, in that place, I am constantly reminded that every single person is actually the real evangelist for the church. As a pastor, my job is to equip people to tell others about Jesus. But the problem, I think, is that we've equipped our people wrongly. We have given them short answers that don't answer any of the skepticism of our age. We tell them very simply, you just tell your neighbor that they've sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and they need Jesus. But the problem is our neighbors have question after question after question that when they ask regular church members, often they get a stammering, uh, why don't you talk to my pastor about that? But your friends aren't asking your pastor. 
Your friends are asking you, what do you say about this? So that as we start to talk about what it means to really tell others of Jesus, we've got to have a completely different way of telling our story. My favorite way to do this is happens in 1 Peter in the third chapter, where it says, instead, in the 15th verse, instead, regard Christ as holy in your hearts. Whenever anyone asks you to speak of your hope, be ready to defend it. You see, most Christians that I've encountered, when they talk about engaging other people in Jesus stories or in, in, in the gospel or, or evangelism, mostly it comes where we've got that defense ready and we hand that defense to someone who's an atheist. We hand that defense to somebody who doesn't quite believe in God and we say, see, two plus two equals four. Your sin, Jesus, salvation. And the problem is they didn't ask you they didn't ask some random Christian. That's really not how people are saved. People are saved because they see the hope that is in you, and then you're equipped to defend it. So that as I, as I think about my job as a pastor, my job is not to defend Jesus. Jesus is plenty capable of defending himself. My job is to live out hope and to equip my, the people of my church so that when they are asked about the hope that is in them, they are able with every single part of them, with their body, with their being, with their mind, with their strength, to tell every single person that they know about the hope that is in them. People don't really care what I as a pastor think. They care about the people they know and they say, why is it that you have hope? And we've got to have a church for the next century that's able to give a full accounting of our hope in Jesus.